Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. And I want to share with you now a warning from our friends at American Alternative Assets. The banking crisis of 2023 is now worse than the banking collapse of 2008. First Republic, Silicon Valley Bank, and PacWest are just a few of the casualties already. Don't wait for that email reading, quote, Sorry, your account has been frozen. Protect your assets now and call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Ask for your free wealth protection guide. Call 866 and the number 3 USA Gold. That's right. Call now. 866 the number 3 USA Gold. We start today with a long-awaited conclusion of the John Durham Special Counsel report on the origins of the FBI's fabricated Russian collusion investigation of the Trump campaign and subsequently his presidency. A.G. William Barr appointed John Durham special counsel back in October of 2019 to look into the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. After two years and seven months of such investigation, John Durham reaching these conclusions in his 300-page report. You're going to love this. Based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we conclude that the Justice Department and FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. Now, I'm going to translate all of that in each one of these conclusions and here is our first translation of the day. Translation. The FBI trampled the law and FBI regulations and ignored their own code of ethics. The report's next conclusion. Quote, This information in part triggered and sustained Crossfire Hurricane and contributed to the subsequent need for Special Counsel Mueller's investigation. In particular, there was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded by Trump's political opponents, end quote. Translation, the FBI was played for fools by both the Clinton campaign and Democrat attorneys while in close cooperation with the deep state to go after Donald Trump. The next conclusion, quote, the department did not adequately examine or question these materials and the motivations of those providing them, even when at about the same time the director of the FBI and others learned of significant and potentially contrary intelligence. End quote. Translation, the top officials of the FBI knew that the agency was effectively framing the President of the United States but did absolutely nothing to stop the FBI investigators who were and are 
allied with the Marxist Dems Party and the Deep State. So there you have it. Durham concludes that the DOJ and FBI don't need to change a thing, and he declined to charge any agent, attorney, or official for the years-long efforts by the DOJ and FBI to overthrow the President of the United States. At least the report exonerates President Trump, once again officially exonerated for what too many people called a hoax when it was in reality an effort to destroy the Trump presidency. Even CNN's Jake Tapper finally acknowledging that President Trump has been exonerated and that the FBI acted out of corrupt political purpose. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. The politically corrupt Biden regime turning up the hate over the weekend the puppet president giving the commencement speech at Howard University, where he was given an honorary degree for his, quote, analytical intellect. My goodness, think about what that means. Quote, analytical intellect. He got a degree, even honorary degree, in that. Well, during his speech, Biden addressed the most dangerous threat to our homeland. Take a listen to President Biden's pandering ignorance and the regime's talking point for the entire weekend. Stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. I say it wherever I go. Does anyone truly doubt Biden's intent to tear this country apart? It's simply sickening. Let's turn to the immediate and proximate threat created by the Biden regime, the southern border they've turned over to the Mexican drug cartels. Over the weekend, Customs and Border Patrol apprehended illegal immigrants, five of them, that were on the FBI's terror list. You can expect more of these arrests, more crime, sex trafficking, deadly drugs as the cartel's exports are headed to a city or town near you. Marxist Governor Kathy Hochul of New York wants the U.S. military to help the state out, though, not to stop the illegal immigrants, but rather to help perhaps build housing for the illegals. Here is Governor Hochul. Well, Reverend Al, hearing the numbers going down is good news, but it's small comfort to us because the word we're getting is that the majority of these individuals who are crossing, and still high numbers, are coming to New York State. And we already have over 61,000, over 40,000 housed in New York City. They're bursting at the seams, and Mayor Adams is doing the very best he can in a difficult situation. We have stepped in $1 billion from the state budget I just enacted. We also are giving legal help to people, and now we're in the position of trying to help find places for these individuals. I asked the federal government to give us emergency funding. I'm asking for federal installations like military installations to help out. Let us have a large field and operations. We can put up the tents. You're going to start seeing people living in tents, not just on the border, but in the streets of New York and across New York State, because we've reached a breaking point. Governor Hochul, New York's idea of a governor, a leader, as woeful as she sounds, 
Illegal immigration, drugs, sex trafficking, all of it. Biden lined up with China and the drug cartels. This isn't just border security, folks. It's national security. And to take up these issues today, joining us is Tony Schaefer, former Army Intel officer and host of The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer, and Gordon Chang, author, China expert and attorney, and radio host. Welcome back to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Thank you so much, Lou, and great, great to be, be with Lou. Tony. And let's start with the border. Yes. I, and many people in this country don't think of the border as a national security issue, a geopolitical issue. Uh, but I know both of you have uh, strong uh, and uh, and absolutely necessary thoughts uh, for this audience. If you if you would, let's begin with you, Gordon. Uh, the most important thing from my perspective, because I look at this from uh, what's going on with regard to China, we know from that great war correspondent, Michael Yang, that he's seeing more and more uh, Chinese males of military age who are not attached to family groups. They're coming into our country. And I think, and Michael thinks, um, that what's going on here is that uh, these are the saboteurs, Ministry of State Security, or Chinese military, that on the first day of a war with China in Asia, these guys are going to be detonating bombs at our substations to take down our grid. They're going to be poisoning our water, assassinating officials and police, detonating bombs in shopping malls. This is the war coming to America's soil. Biden is allowing this to occur because we're seeing surging numbers of Chinese come across the border. And, and you know, Lou, most of these are, are real, you know, refugees, people who are getting out of a country that is falling apart. But unfortunately, there are, I believe, large numbers of saboteurs that are mixed in with the Chinese refugees. Well, that that is in, in and of itself alarming. And with the latest number I heard, and it was from Mark Morgan, 171 countries. Uh, we have illegal immigrants coming to this country for 171 countries around the world. Uh, Tony, your thoughts. So um, I'm in complete agreement with Gordon, and I appreciate uh, Gordon, his friendship and determination to continue to push the facts out, which are very inconvenient and something that people tend to want to forget or ignore. Uh, I tend to believe the Chinese intelligence service has studied uh, World War II. And one of the things that the Germans were trying to do, Lou, uh, and Admiral Canaris kind of pulled the punch, was <clears throat> the saboteurs that they dropped off in Florida and New York were actually targeting infrastructure. They were going to go out and, and target uh, dams, uh, uh, electric substations to shut down our mills because during world war ii steel was the big thing and they were the, they targeting that had they done that had they been successful that is the germans in, in in hitting those targets it would have literally probably added years to the war because we could not have been the the the, the juggernaut we were to stop them so the, so they have studied us and to, to what gordon is saying they recognize the vulnerability and this vulnerability is across the board and, and let me just say this for the, for your audience to understand. If the Chinese are willing to set up police substations all over the nation to monitor uh, their dissidents, do you really think they wouldn't do saboteurs all across the nation, sleeper agents ready to go should something happen? And and I mean, this is extensive. This is not something that we, we can just say, say oh, this will be a small thing. It, it won't be significant. It's going to be 
significant by the fact we've allowed this to happen. The Southwest border issue, just let me hit that really quick. Under President Trump, as you knew, know, Lou, uh, they had an effective team managing this. One of my friends, colleagues who I worked with on this very issue is uh, uh, the Assistant Undersecretary of Defense for, for Western Hemisphere, Sergio, Sergio de la Pena. He, he ran for governor a while back, and Sergio and I are, are dear friends. Sergio helped come up with the, the, the uh, remain in place strategy, which was very effective. These people who were coming from third nations, as you stipulated, the Mexicans were actually intimidated into doing their job of, of stopping the flow through Mexico. Remember, a lot of these folks are coming through Mexico. Mexico is just a, a waypoint. And the fact is President Trump was able to convince Mexico to do the right thing and that we were actually able to set up these things in a way that was effective, that they had to stay there. None of that now exists. And again, this wave we're about to see start today is going to be overwhelming, pervasive. And one other quick, the border is under control, Lou. I know it's hard to believe, but the border is actually completely under control, but not by us, by the cartels. The cartels on the other side uh, limit and monitor everything. So the Chinese coming through, uh, the third countries coming through, they all know what's going on because we no longer own the border the cartels do. And it's a business proposition for them, and they do it very effectively. You know, I, to to Tony's point, Gordon, uh, he's talking about basically an analog presence, uh, a physical presence uh, for the Chinese in particular in this country. It could as well be Iranians. It could be uh, Russians. It, it could be any number of people uh, meaning to do us harm. And uh, talking about all the many vulnerables that we have in this country uh, to uh, terrorism, uh, to sabotage, the the possibilities are, are great. Uh, good, talking about the number of Chinese in this country, Chinese nationals in this country. Uh, you, you look at those Confucius Institutes, you look at the 3,500, uh, we knew 20 years ago, there were 3,500 front companies for the PLA here in uh, the United States. We haven't had a recent count from the FBI, from the intelligence community at all, which is passing strange, I think, as well. What do you think of the level of infiltration on the part and the prospects were a fifth column uh, brought to uh, brought to us by courtesy of the CCP well every Chinese institution and every Chinese national is under a compulsion um, to spy that's the 2017 national intelligence law article 7 and 14 but even more important they're under a compulsion to do whatever the Communist Party tells them because in China's system, no company, no institution, no individual can resist a demand from the party. So we have all of these institutions and individuals in our country who um, are at, uh, at least under a compulsion or a potential compulsion to commit acts of espionage or sabotage or whatever. China uses every point of contact with the United States to try to take down our society. And there are many here. You know. Uh, the FBI, they closed one Chinese police station. You referred to police stations, but there are six more. There is one in New York. I think there's one in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Houston. Um, and apparently um, there's one in Minnesota and the other in Nebraska. 
and the FBI, nor has any other institution in the in the Biden administration, thought it would be a good idea to close them. Right. So what we're finding out, Lou, is that the Biden administration is not willing to protect us. We didn't find out about these uh, seven Chinese police stations, one closed, six open. We didn't learn from the FBI. We didn't learn from anybody else in the Biden administration. We learned from a Spanish-based NGO, Safeguard Defenders, and the New York Post. So that should tell you all that we need to know. It's not just Chinese, complete Chinese infiltration of our society. It's our government not protecting us, choosing not to protect us. And across all fronts, uh, this Biden regime doing exactly that. This is a uh, it is a thunderous question uh, that uh, that I'm going to to throw out here. But is there in your judgment, Tony, any policy from any quarter of the Biden regime that is actually in the interest of the United States? Um, to be thoughtful about it. Um if you examine every aspect of the, this administration from the top down, Lou, the economic policy is resulting in high inflation and demunition of global prestige and, and uh, ability to, to support U.S. businesses. Uh, diplomatically, we're a joke. Tony Blinken, I'm sorry, is a complete and utter political moron. Uh, I don't know how he goes about his job other than to, to simply essentially uh, remove the United States from any ability to leverage or be a, a critical partner in anything. Defense, Lloyd Austin, uh, Mark Milley, uh, they are the, the perfect uh, executors of uh, the Biden policy for national security. They, they are completely woke, focused on issues which have nothing to do with defense. And then when you look at the border, you have uh, Mayorkas, who is literally a, a clown. And so there's, if you, if, when you have just the, the face of his policies being those, that circus, there is not a single policy that's in the interest of the United States at this point in time, not a one. We're talking with Tony Schaefer and Gordon Chang. Please stay with us. We're coming right back. Much more straight ahead. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a warning, my fellow Americans. The news just broke and it's grim. The banking collapse of 2023 is now more devastating than the banking collapse 
of 2008. First Republic, PacWest, Silicon Bank, just a few of the latest casualties in this banking crisis. And don't wait for the email reading, quote, sorry, your account has been frozen, end quote. Take action now to protect what we've all worked so hard to build. Believe me, you can protect your wealth by utilizing a straightforward tax loophole that's entirely legal. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Ask them for your free wealth protection guide. Call 866, the number 3, USA Gold. That's right, call now, 866-386-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequence. Call American Alternative Assets at 866 the number 3 USA Gold to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call now 866-387-2465. We're talking with Tony Schaefer and Gordon Chang. Let me turn uh, to you Gordon. This is a, a, a time of great trepidation on the part of most Americans, whether it's the economy, whether it is uh, foreign adversaries uh, with uh, uh, preparing, it seems, to put a knife uh, to our throats. This is a uh, to the point of about no protection from this administration. They are protecting, it seems, uh, so many groups, identity groups, the uh, foreign uh, leaders across the globe. Uh, but the American people don't seem to have much protection. Students who desperately need that protection from their teachers and from the teachers' unions, uh, from the those who are indoctrinating them in K through 12 uh, in, in higher education, uh, working men and women in this country who are in competition with the cheapest labor in the world. I, I mean, the list goes on. Why in the world wouldn't a foreign adversary, and we all know who at least the top three are, why wouldn't a foreign adversary take advantage of this moment in history uh, to, to a, a point of fact, uh, challenge us? They are taking advantage of us, and China and Russia are moving very fast. When Xi Jinping was bidding farewell to Vladimir Putin in Moscow on the 22nd of March, um, the Chinese leader said this, he said, quote, change is coming that hasn't happened in 100 years, and we are driving this change together. Well, what Xi Jinping was saying was that the United States was no longer a factor, and they're taking advantage of it. And, you know, Lou, it's not just China and Russia and their proxies moving against us. It's the Biden administration opening the door. Just to give you one example, um, you know, you, you look at Brazil. And Brazil had that agreement with China to use the real and the renminbi for trade between them. Well, how did that occur? It occurred because Biden worked to undermine um, the current president's um, in the election. I mean, uh, sorry, to undermine Yar Balansaro, who was the president of Brazil um, when Biden took office. He Biden worked hard to get Lula da Silva, the current president, elected. So Lula da Silva is a known leftist. We know what he is and because he's already been president of Brazil and we've seen what he's done. And so essentially there would have been no agreement between Brazil and China over the use of their local currencies and an attack on the dollar um, were it not for Biden actively intervening in the Brazilian presidential election last year. So 
we are opening the door to Chinese and Russian attacks on us. And Tony, the Chinese military capabilities are seemingly over, over, uh, overtaking the United States, whether it's uh, hypersonic missiles, whatever it may be. Their, their naval fleet is now larger than our own, as you well right. know. Uh, I, I don't see any area in which it looks like the United States has responded militarily uh, in terms of building up either weaponry, uh, equipment, aircraft, uh, you name it. So the um, the last real effort to be prepared to deal with the Chinese, Lou, was under the Trump administration again. So one of the things that happened that they did actually recognize, that is Mike Pompeo and President Trump, is that there are certain classes of weapons the Chinese have been uh, developing with impunity, which would allow them to have a huge battlefield uh, advantage, which is tactical nuclear weapons. Um, the Chinese, while uh, they are not as sophisticated in many ways, they understand what will give them the biggest bang for the buck. For example, the balloon. We could talk about the balloon. The balloon actually gave them gave them significant access to, uh, regarding uh, persistent surveillance over targets they don't have. They're, they don't have a, a solid uh, radar capability from orbit, uh, and the, the balloon get, gave them that. So there's certain shortcomings. They figure out a, a, a cheaper way to do it, and they do it effectively. And that's what they've done here, too. So one of the things that the, the Trump administration did do, Lou, to help reestablish uh, the ability to have primacy is actually take us out of the INF Treaty, the Intermediate Forces, Nuclear Forces Treaty that we'd signed up to with the, the Soviets. Well, uh, we were the only ones living up to that treaty by, by not having intermediate-range nuclear weapons. The Russians had broke the treaty, were doing it, and the Chinese were too. So uh, rightfully, we pulled out of that. We have not done that across the board, Lou, where we need to look at and examine every agreement that we follow and examine, does this benefit us or give us any disadvantage if we follow it regarding, regarding China? Because our next big battle is going to be China, one way or another. I, I keep hearing on the left, I, 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 uh, in the libertarian side, uh, the, the Chinese are going, they're very peaceful. There's no interest in going to war. It's like, that's simply not true. Uh, and I, Gordon can correct me on this if I'm wrong. But as I recall, the Chinese revolution was very bloody. Uh, the, the whole history of how the Communist Party came to power, insinuated itself into the, the fabric of China was very violent. Uh, Mao was a very violent man. I, I would almost argue a sociopath who actually instilled his personality into the current political party, and that's harsh to say. But I don't believe for a minute that the Chinese, if push comes to shove, if they see an advantage, a tactical advantage over us militarily, that they won't use that to to continue to foster and uh, to gain a, a additional influence globally. I think they'll use currency. I think they'll use uh bribery if it suits them, if they can get away with it. But ultimately, the military force that they have and, and continue to expand would be used against us if they see it that it's necessary. So, Well, with the Chinese are certainly at the forefront of our, of our potential enemies and current adversaries. Uh, I, there's something in between right now because they're not actually firing shots, uh, at least of the traditional kind. 
Uh, they're undercutting us economically uh, in terms of foreign uh, foreign currency markets. Uh, I understand all of that, but at least we are not at, uh, at full-scale war. But there is also a collision coming. It's very clear, and that's between India and China. Uh, your, your thoughts on that, Gordon? Well, China has its troops below the line of actual control, which is the de facto border in the Himalayas. And on various occasions, um, China has engaged in fairly large-scale surprise attacks on, on India. Um, the most famous was the one on the night of June 15, 2020, in Ladakh, where the Chinese killed 20 Indian troopers in a surprise attack. Um, and, and China has um, pressured India across the board on that very long border. Um, so really what we're talking about is um, China's trying to break apart India. And, and China is very clear about it. They say that, for instance, the Indian province of um, Indian Arunachal Pradesh um, is, is actually China's. And, and India, to its credit, is actually starting to talk about Tibet as an independent country. Um, China um, believes it rules Tibet. But the Indians, I think, have a much more robust attitude. Now, India does a lot of things which we do not like, um, but part of the reason why they do that, Lou, is because um, Biden's catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan delegitimized our friends in New Delhi because India was, like us, a supporter of the Afghan government. And when we pulled out, um, India um, was one of the big losers of all of that. So our friends have been decimated in New Delhi, and India has moved closer to, for instance, Russia. So this is another one of those um, unintended but really severe consequences to us because of the failure in Afghanistan. Well, you know, a lot of people would, would ask, how is it that India can move as a counterweight uh, to, to China, move to Russia, which is the strategic partner uh, of China, how can that assure them of uh, greater security uh, against China? You're, you're thinking on that? Well, um, because India for decades has bought Russian um, equipment right. for its military. And, and India's military is based around Russian equipment, whether we're talking about the Navy or we're talking about other mm -hmm. branches of the Indian service. Um, so really what we've got is um, that historical relationship, which, by the way, under the Trump administration, we were breaking. Um, we were breaking with a number of uh, military information sharing agreements, which thankfully the Biden administration has continued. But um, it's been a long struggle, especially because, as I mentioned, on balance, uh, Biden has pushed uh, India even further into the embrace of, of Moscow. Which could be as well a, a strategic alliance uh, that results uh, with the three of the largest, two of the largest uh, countries, along with Russia in an alliance. That would be uh, disastrous to contemplate, I believe would be a fair statement. Tony, we're going to come back to you in just one second. We're going to take up uh, national security. It's a it's a subject that the administration doesn't like to talk, but we will uh, with Tony Schaefer and Gordon Chang as we continue here. We'll be right back after these quick words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now talking with Tony Schaefer and Gordon Chang. Tony, I want to turn to the issue of national security because... It doesn't seem to me that uh, the numbers of threats to this country are diminishing in any way or even being mitigated. They are rising by, it seems, the weak. Your thoughts? So uh, any given republic such as ours can't do everything all the time. We have to prioritize the challenges that we believe are most uh, necessary for us to provide uh, planning provide military resources and uh, essentially a political will to address. We're lacking that right now. It's a, uh, there's no focus. Uh, all the focus right now, Lou, is on the is internal. And part of the reason that we're seeing such a, a chaotic national security picture is because, as I mentioned earlier in, in our discussion, if you just look at the faces of the policies, those individuals are selected not because of their competence, not because of their brilliance, but because of political reliability. Uh, let's just look at Jake Sullivan for a minute. Uh, soy boy extraordinaire. He was selected to be the national security advisor, not because he is a master diplomat, statesman, military member, spy, none of that. He is a bureaucrat who's loyal first and foremost to the Democrat Party. Everything else is secondary. When you have that focus, Lou, when you don't have uh, the ability to focus on on what's real, when you when you basically have a, you're you're constantly creating narratives which you provide and uh, for purposes of trying to convince people of of your factual the, the fallacies of your factual uh, positions. That's you you end up ignoring those things which should be tended to. So there is no ability right now by this administration. To focus on anything real, because of the, the because of the people they've put in charge, live in a fantasy land, and the American people are suffering the consequences from this level of of uh, of uh, purposeful neglect of of the necessary elements, uh, levers of government that should be protecting them. I want to bring this back to where we began, and that is with the the surge at the border, mm-hmm. the the numbers of illegal immigrants. Coming into this country at the invitation of the Biden administration uh, and with a wide open border, I believe without any hesitation or doubt that this administration has made a decision to align itself purposely with the cartels and with communist China. I believe that this president is not only impaired, uh, but he is so compromised with the Chinese. And I believe that the House investigations are demonstrating that uh, day after day, the level 
of compromise by this administration, this president, with particularly uh, China. China is making inroads across this hemisphere, and I'd like to talk about that in connection to uh, this mass illegal immigration that's being encouraged by this administration into the United States. It's, it's strategic, it's national security purpose and effect, as well as what is happening in Central America, whether it be Panama, whether it you know, be Guatemala, Honduras, whether it be uh, Venezuela, or, or most recently uh, to the fore, Brazil. Uh, Gordon? Well, we have seen um, across our border, I, I talked about the saboteurs, but also the other issue is fentanyl. We know that the Chinese gangs sell fentanyl to the two uh, cartels, which uh, mix it, and then they send it across our border in record quantities. And when we have the numbers for last year, we're going to find that at least 80,000 Americans died from doses of illegal Chinese fentanyl. Now, the administration, uh, they, they'll talk about fentanyl, but they'll never put the words fentanyl and China in the same sentence. And you can't deal with fentanyl unless you deal with China. Now, um, China runs a near total surveillance state, which means it knows exactly what these large, well-organized fentanyl gangs are doing. But it's even worse than that, Lou, because we have uh, Chinese diplomats give support to the fentanyl gangs. And also, the gangs launder their proceeds through the Chinese state banking system. So the Communist Party is full on board with fentanyl. And that means we should consider every American death from illegal Chinese fentanyl to be a murder, a murder by the Communist Party of China, and we should act accordingly. So we're allowing China to kill Americans, and we're not even talking about that in Washington. So there needs to be, when we think about the border, there are a lot of different issues about it. But when you look at China, um, we also got to consider that Americans are now dying. Absolutely. Uh, and by the way, and a million Americans who died in COVID, then uh, the COVID uh, pandemic, uh, there is still a retribution to be had uh, for that, in my opinion, and the culpability of the Chinese, uh, who quite, uh, quite clearly uh, originated the, the the virus, and you can make of it what you will. When I use the word "originated," whether that includes "engineered," whether it uh, means it was uh, an accident, I believe it was engineered. But let's turn, Tony Schaefer. I, I want to just turn to you, if I may, to talk about what is the what is the national security implications of the inroads that China is making in this hemisphere, uh, in the countries I named. Uh, your thoughts about that? and just how far we're going to permit, under this administration at least, the Chinese to encroach upon this hemisphere. So they've done a great job, as Gordon pointed out, to create all sorts of businesses. They have, through Panama, Brazil, they, they are expanding expeditionally. But always remember, Gordon, what Gordon said was, Lou, those businesses all kowtow to Beijing. They are essentially extensions of the Communist Party, no matter uh, how they portray themselves. Everything from top technology companies down to some rest, some Chinese restaurants. And I'm not joking, it goes up and down that scale. And, and they've been using soft power very effectively. And to that point, fentanyl is a weapon of mass destruction. But the other destructive force that we're ignoring is, I'm gonna say this, and I may get in trouble, green energy. 
uh, we are giving huge advantage to Chinese and their companies through uh, our, our uh, insane embrace of renewable energies. Uh, and I've got a degree in environmental studies. We, there is no man-made global climate crisis. I know this hurts the feelings of my friends on the left, but climate change has been with us since the Earth's surface cooled from its molten state about uh, 3.2 uh, billion years ago. And it'll go on long after we leave. But Lou, we are giving huge advantage to the Chinese and their businesses because of uh, lithium, uh, cobalt, all the rare earth minerals which are necessary. We are literally pouring money uh, uselessly down the drain and giving it to the Chinese to give them further advantage. Uh, that is a national security issue which no one seems to be paying attention to. But if you combine that with fentanyl, you combine that with military aggression, you combine that with uh, their, uh, I think, very apt use of social media to, to uh, TikTok is an issue that needs to be addressed. They're being effective and undermining every aspect of our nation across the board. Thank you, Tony. And thank you, Gordon, for being with us here today. I, I just like a very quick uh, including thoughts from each of you. We always give our guests the, the last word. Uh, Gordon, if you will lead us off. You know, our country is under unprecedented attack from China and its friends around the world. And, you know, we can always say, well, China always has been assaulting us. But now the difference is we have an administration in Washington that is, for one reason or another, not defending our interests. They're not defending our interests abroad, um, where we have America last policies, and they're not defending our interests in the United States and at our southern border. And Lou, we're not going to survive this unless we have a president who believes that it's important to defend the United States of America, because this is a critical moment in our history. And Tony? We have a Manchurian candidate in office. Uh, Joe Biden is completely compromised to the Chinese. I think we're going to come to find that the wrongdoing of Spiro Agnew was literally a child's play compared to what uh, we're going to come to find with Biden. And, I, and this is not new. Uh, as you know, Lou, uh, Joe Biden's nickname in the Senate was quid pro quo Joe. So I don't think anybody should be surprised here what we're finding. But what, to Gordon's point, we have to find a, a, a path, political path forward that removes someone who is compromised to the very challenger who would do whatever they can to upend our economy our so uh, our uh, society and uh, i'm not a neocon lou but uh, we need to actually defend our interests and the equities of our people and if we don't if we don't do it now we're going to come to regret it in about 20 years tony thank you very much gordon thank you tony schaefer and gordon chang we thank you both for being with us we appreciate your insights your thoughts and thanks for sharing your knowledge and perspective with us today that's all for us today. Our guest tomorrow will be former federal prosecutor Bud Cummins. Why didn't the FBI want to know about the Biden's corruption in the Ukraine five years ago? And what's happening to missing witnesses against the Bidens? Former U.S. Attorney Bud Cummins, our guest tomorrow, please be with us right here on The Great America Show. Until then, God bless you and may God bless America. <laughs>